Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This week on Down the Wire, Tom and I plan everything terribly. So we're doing this at 4 o'clock in the morning. So, let's see how this goes. Coming at you, down the wire. Okay, All right. Oh my gosh. Episode 23, the yawns are justified this time. I got reverse yawns. Dude, you just woke up. I should be in bed. My yeah. roommate is awake with me in the background. It's uh, it's 2 in the morning in California. It's 4 in the morning in Wisconsin. Recipe. Disaster, dude. Oh my god, this is gonna be fucking brutal, man. This is gonna be fucking brutal. So, if you didn't know, we usually don't record this the day of our drop, we usually record it the day before, like you know, normal people would do. Um, but instead, because of our terrible work schedules, we um planned on recording it at midnight, like your time and 10 o'clock my time but it just didn't work out good so we're here at 2 a.m and 4 a.m i love your breakdown of time zones uh, for everyone and now everyone's gonna have to deal with an extra deep voiced uh dave this weekend dude and um i I don't know i'm kind of here for it you know what i'm gonna say this right now midwest time zone greater than sign any other time zone I do not fuck with the West Coast time zone. I'm gonna. It's two in the morning here, and I'm gonna be up by eight a.m. because I fucking hate this time zone. Well, look, you do have like uh, some biased opinion here. You only lived in one time zone for the majority. I don't know your entire life. Well, that's true. But now, after living in the West Coast time zone for a month and a half. I can very well say 
that this time zone's fucking ass, dude. The sun gets up way too fucking early. I don't sleep in a dungeon anymore. I'm still sleeping on a couch because I just fall asleep on the couch watching TV or something. And it, it's just not it. It's just not it. I wake up way too fucking early for wake, being awake way too fucking late. Uh, I'm sorry. This, this says like major first world problems right now. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. There's, um, well, this is a sports podcast, so we should probably get to some sports along the way. There was this week, um, you know what? I'm kind of happy we recorded after the Home Run Derby, though, to be fair, instead of before it. Yeah, you know what? I, I was looking back at my list of stories, and uh, for, for people that don't know, there are two days out of the year where there are no major sports being played. No major American sports. So no football, hockey, baseball, or basketball, right? And those two days are before and after the All-Star game. So uh, I, have, I, I didn't even realize that I have some weird stories that Honestly, this is just like one giant quick hit episode, it feels. I can totally get behind that. I, I completely agree that the the sports week was kind of slow. There wasn't a whole lot of craziness going on. And for our show, which tries to be like, I guess a little goofy with sports, um, not, nothing... Oh, dude, it's batshit crazy. It, I have a whole, like, whole bunch of weird <laughs> shit. What should we start with? Should we start with the Home Run Derby today? Uh, yeah, you know what? The Home Run Derby is probably the most apropos. And then uh, we can get into the NBA Finals. Okay, so first of all, I want to say right now, um, I watched a little bit. I watched about the first round of the Home Run Derby, and then I was called into work, and I was working throughout it. So I only saw the results then later. But... Watching the first round of the Home Run Derby, and even before it started, they gave out a list of who was going to be pitching to the players today, and like their coaches and whatnot, who was going to be throwing them, right? And, I, I did not see this. Okay. It was on ESPN prior to it, prior to the Home Run Derby, yeah. and I told my roommate, Joe, over here, I said Trey Mancini is gonna fuck this whole thing up because the sentimental value was no one had anyone other than their bench coaches throwing them BP, and Trey Mancini had his like college baseball coach who was there with him through his chemotherapy and like helped him out through it. And I said Trey Mancini is gonna fuck this whole thing up, and. I'm glad he lost because now it doesn't sound like I'm just bullshitting something. And Pete Alonso is now the first man to win back-to-back home run derbies in a three-year period. I, I know, unsurprisingly, uh, we also have a record home run, uh, quickly followed by another record home run uh, when you had Trevor Story blasted one 518 feet, and then almost minutes later, Juan Soto went 520 as well. 
Well, and my roommate, Joe, is also a Nationals fan. So during that... Uh, oh, he was feeling it. Oh, dude. When Shohei Otani was losing, he was fucking rolling, man. Loving it. Well, I mean, did anyone really expect Shohei Otani to win? I know that he was going to have uh, a couple dingers, because why not? But, uh, I mean, come on. He wasn't going to win. He has... So much to uh, like, so much going on for the rest of not only like this All Star Week, but um, the rest of the MLB season. Well, you know what I mean, it, look at the look at the Josh Hamiltons of the world. Where you're getting 28 in a round and then completely fall off and more or less crash your team uh, as they attempt to go for. A World Series birth. Well, and let's be real here. Shohei Otani taking batting practice, it probably fucked him up. Because this is the first batting practice he's even taken all year now. According to his sources, at least. If you saw that. He's ruined. Yeah. He might never swing the bat the same way again. Did you watch... If you watched the first round... I only watched the first round when he was out there, like I said. And... He didn't do his swing. Like, he didn't, like, he was gassed because he didn't do his little running start with his swing. And you could tell it was fucking him up the whole entire time. Uh, yeah. So, what, now he's just going to have a whole bunch of fatigue from batting practice? I don't know, man. I'm just saying, Shohei Otani, that story came out. He doesn't take batting practice. He comes out, takes batting practice, and he loses in the first round. That's got to mean something. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm just saying, he doesn't take batting practice before games. It's just before games. He R- still does batting practice. Right, but he doesn't take live VP. Oh, that's fair. It's just off the tee, right? Or yeah, like it's whatever. cage work. It's all cage work. Yeah, yeah. So that's got to be something right there. But... Anyway, Shohei Otani was kind of disappointing, and like you said, I think we all kind of had a vibe, like, the guy who goes into the home run derby always just, like, who's supposed to be the guy, always ends up sucking, it feels like. So, and he didn't even suck, it just, it seemed like they were trying to get him to win as much as they could, and he really was kind of disappointing in it, for the most part, and... I was okay with it, and Pete Alonso was cracking home runs the entire time. So, I think it was a victory. The, the MLB, you know what? The MLB does one thing right, and it's All-Star Weekend. The Home Run Derby is gotten perfected by the MLB. They set a record number of home runs. They put it in Coors Field, so there was 69 nice home runs more than 470 feet in this home run derby. And just remember, they, this wasn't originally set at Coors. This was originally set in, what, Atlanta, I believe. Right? Atlanta, yep. And uh, so, so this just more or less got put together in a matter of months, a uh, month and a half or something like that. And I, I don't know. I, I agree. I agree that the only all-star game in sports. You know what, though? I, you know what, I give some credit to the NHL. The, the NHL's been doing some fun stuff with their uh, all-star game, but it still doesn't have the same level of awesomeness that the MLB does. So, 
Good idea. Yeah, and you know what? For once, you don't suck. Right, and we shit on the MLB when we want to shit on the MLB. Every week, in fact, it seems like. But to give us some credit, to give them uh, some credit, I would like to give them some credit and say, hey, you know what? The All-Star Game weekend, the Home Run Derby was satisfactory this year. I will give you that. That That's what you deserve right now. I will absolutely give them credit. Um, should we talk more? Is there any more baseball to even talk? Uh, you know what? Not necessarily. The uh, All-Star lineups? I mean, Shohei Otani's breaking the rules in the All-Star game. He's pitching and being the DH. Like, good for him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they, you know what? Kudos MLB, again, for breaking the rules for the only guy that is giving you any publicity again this year. So, thank you for finally adjusting to the media. Yeah, and... Uh, Shohei Otani's so weird. He's so... Uh, such a peculiar athlete just because of what he does. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to... This would be like if Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady was also, like, the lead intercept like the interception leader in the NFL on defense. That's right? a better comparison than this Babe Ruth comparison he always draws. I, I like that one better because Babe Ruth was like not a good two-way player, but we're not ready to have that conversation yet in the MLB because the year he hit, he had his last year being a two-way player, he had 36 strikeouts and 21 home runs. And Shohei Otani has triple the strikeouts and ten more home runs already. Well, and also the level of talent is exponentially better. You're talking about Babe Ruth playing with a bunch of, you know, former milkmen and... Uh, Drunks. You know, just a whole bunch of random-ass dudes. Like, don't get me wrong, we're great players on top of that. You know, obviously there's some uh, amazing... Players sprinkled in. Eh. Eh, look, look, look. Say, say what you want, but you have. What? I mean, the. Uh, I, I actually, I don't even know. I, I don't want to say <sighs> someone. Someone that oh, wasn't. Whitey like, McGee. Yeah. Whitey. Yes. Uh, yeah. Digger uh, McNelson. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Johnson McJohnny. Johnson McJohnson. Uh, he's a family company. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> is that going to be... Is, is that, like, only a Wisconsin joke? S.C. Johnson? No. I don't S. know. S.C. Johnson is, is everywhere. I... No one's going to get that on our podcast. Not uh, a single person. Well, that's because all of our people list, like, listen from, like, Cambodia. Right, in <laughs> Indonesia. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, oh, yes, S.C. Johnson. Family I, company. I'm going to have to order from there. <laughs> but baseball, you, I, I, just to sum it up, baseball, you had a pretty good week. You had a pretty good week, baseball, for your publicity and how you per- approach the game and how you want to present it. Because the Home Run Derby, I will give a pretty solid grade. Pete Alonzo was just hitting bombs the entire time. And... Putting it at Coors Field, it should just be at Coors Field no matter what. Have the All-Star game somewhere else. I am 
I'm so okay with that. Yeah. I'm so okay with that idea. But, you know, we're going to get some warm weather uh, city next year, and they're going to, it's going to be a complete dud. And then we're all going to, I, I guarantee you, every major sports network is going to talk about that. But, oh, well, think of how successful it was at Coors Field last year. Ah. That would be cool. That would be cool if that was a destination. Like how Hawaii is the Pro Bowl. Like they should just put Coors as the MLB. Honestly, the, the Pro Bowl should be played like six feet underground because yeah, that is one of the most that is the dullest, most awful, terrible uh, All Star around. Well, that's Great. not even a question. Give me, give me your four to one. Rankings well, to be fair, I don't really Sorry. watch the hockey one. To be Back, fair, give me three to one. Give well, then it's that's one. easy. It's 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 got to be baseball, basketball, football. But basketball does a really good job, and to an extent, like the dunk contest is like it's hit or miss. The dunk contest is either really good or really shit. Three point contest, if it doesn't have Steph Curry, I don't care. Okay. I used to really like the shooting stars. Do you remember the shooting stars contest, where they would have they would have an NBA player, an NBA legend, and a WNBA player, and they would just take turns shooting like different shots and then a half court shot at the end. I used to think that was all right, and uh, they got rid of that. And the skills contest is weird now, and they just have like big guys do it. So whatever with that. I would the, NBA, then... the NBA All-Star game is just too long. There's far too many things going on. And to me, it's like, all right, I just don't care. Yeah. Give me give me the, the rookie uh, deal. Like, what is it? The rookie American players versus, like, the rookie international. Mm-hmm. Rising Man, stars. Man, rising stars. Yeah. Uh, give me the dunk contest. Give me the All-Star game. I don't need... The Taco Bell, 7-Eleven, Chevron, Target, Celebrity All-Star Game, and where we replace the name of uh, the most like F-level celebrity. How, how else would Common be famous without the Celebrity All-Star Game? Hold up. Stop it. That's the Common. He was in John Wick. Uh, oh. John Wick. Or, or Bow Wow, or Bow Wow. What, what else would Bow Wow hey, do? Bow Wow was in um, Life Mike. What about what about Sean Kingston that they'll just have randomly pop up in there? Yeah, no, Sean, Sean Kingston. That's a no-go. But it's like, <laughs> it's even worse than that. They'll be like, oh, here he is. It's Anton McMichaels. And you're like, who the hell is Anton McMichaels? And you'll look him up, and he's like, he played a dead body on Chicago PD. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, does he have something to do with the state, at least, or, like, the city? No. Okay, well, this is great. Yeah. Well, if you saw, there, there, you know, they used to make a bigger deal out of the MLB celebrity softball game, in which they don't do anymore, which, like... The MLB celebrity softball game that was better than the basketball celebrity game, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you also uh, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I might I might challenge you on this because 
you had like uh, uh, what's his face? Oh, what what is the hell is his name? Uh, like blonde guys, like really curly blonde hair. He he always talks like major shit the whole time. In the basketball you know game or in the? He's a, he's just a celebrity. I I'll have to look him up. I I honestly I don't even. Oh, know the Paul name. Jake Paul. No, he's older. He's an old older guy. Uh, I, oh, I, Michael Rappaport. That's it. Oh my God! Why did I get that? <laughs> I went from Jake Paul, Jake pa- blonde hair, Jake Paul, old guy, Michael Rappaport. <laughs> Michael Rappaport looks like a Paul, like the Paul father. Yeah. Okay? Yes. But Michael Rappaport is great for talking the most bad shit. Honestly, he should be in every celebrity All Star game. If they did celebrity golf, if Michael Rappaport was there, just you know what? Put Michael Rappaport and John Daly together in the like the celebrity pairings of the golf outing. That would be fantastic. I'm so down with that. And maybe even know. and then you know what? You can pair him up with Stephen A. Smith too. Oh. And speaking Stephen of Stephen A. Smith. Look at that. Shameless. Don't, don't look at that. Do not look at that. That was the most shameless transition of all time. I needed to just get us off baseball and into basketball. Stephen A. Smith is taking a lot of heat right now uh, because of his perception and his opinions on the NBA cities in the NBA Finals right now. And honestly... Stephen A. Smith, by the way, makes more than 70% of the NBA. He makes $12 million a year from ESPN. And that's more than 70% of the contracts in the NBA. And fuck Stephen A. Smith for all his shit talking to Milwaukee right now. Oh, and he was uh, egg in the mind uh, as well. Talking about how, uh, like shitting on the weather when it was like... 75 degrees outside. It's like, fucking summer, bro. It's Wisconsin summer. It's not that bad. Stephen A. Smith looks like uh, like when you stick your foot in a shoe and you have to pull the the tug uh, a little bit. Like That's what Stephen A. Smith looks like. He looks like a shoe. Stephen A. Smith played college basketball and I'm gonna it's look... like Skip Bayless like points or be like average, like uh, less than a point per game. Well, I just want I I gotta find it now. I don't remember shit. I I thought here it is right here. Stephen Smith college stats. Uh, at LaSalle. Oh wait, I don't think this is him. Because this guy looks pretty nasty. This guy. This says eighteen or a ph. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. This guy's got a V in his Steven. This ain't him. Yep. This ain't him. H. Okay. Why can I not find it? Stephen A. Smith. Where did he go to school? He went to Winston Salem, 1991. I'll find it eventually from there. But the NBA Finals are going on right now, and yes. the Bucks finally took a game from the Phoenix Suns. That and- was expected. It was a game three. The Suns, outside of the Clippers series, have lost all their game three uh, uh, outings. Really, the the biggest story to me isn't so much the Suns, but Giannis just playing out of his goddamn mind 
So Giannis right now is on a historic finals pace. If he yeah. is able to win this finals, it would really cement a, a part of his legacy right now. And even even if he doesn't, it's still going to be known right now. Now, I want everyone to realize right here, just don't let anyone, I don't want anyone to forget this. Just don't forget this, okay? I'm going to say something that someone else actually said. Kendrick Perkins, we all know how great he is. Remember that? He actually said that Chris Middleton was Batman and Giannis was Robin. Like, like, what a fucking stupid fucking take. And you know what? I'm going to use a couple F-bombs in that statement because it's 2.30 in the morning and I'm allowed to use F-bombs when he says that. Something so stupid like that. Wow. How stupid does he look right now? Uh, you know what? And I will say I have always backed up Chris Middleton. I have never thought that Chris Middleton was the number one on this team. There were, you know, there were actually people on Friday that were questioning whether it was a good thing if Gian, that Giannis scored 41 points in that game to bust. But I, what do you mean? What do you mean? The, uh, that is one of the dumbest takes ever. Why? Because the rest of the team isn't scoring? Well, I, I'm sorry. Drew Holiday was having a hard time putting up layups. I think what it really comes down to is, I guess the Bucks don't get as much national exposure as I thought. Right? That's no. well, well but but the team success but but the team's success the last few years and with Giannis winning the MVP the last two years, you would they have gotten more, obviously. But clearly no one fucking knows how the team runs and how the team operates. Literally Giannis should be grabbing the ball and going to the rim every single time. Just why wouldn't he? Well, you know what, and, and that is something that might have to change up. And, and you saw that kind of last game. Um, something else that happened uh, over the course of this finals, which it doesn't seem so major, but Dario Saric tore his ACL, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now he is effectively out of the playoffs. And if you notice this game three victory for the Bucks, they – targeted DeAndre eight, got him into foul trouble super early, which meant gangly, like wacky waving inflatable arm flailing to Frank Kaminsky had to come in and attempt to do any defense in which Frank Kaminsky has never been a defensive guy. He was terrible in college, even when, when, when he was lighting it up. And him trying to defend anyone in the NBA is a matchup nightmare and a liability. And that was super exposed. Now, we have to wait and see if Mike Budenholzer is anywhere near smart, because that is a dangerous statement to make. Um... And we have to see whether or not he continues to exploit that because the minute that DeAndre Ayton goes out, the defensive presence is gone. There is no defense on that Phoenix Suns, and 
Brooke Lopez and Giannis can do whatever the hell they like going into the lane. Absolutely. And I knew that I had said coming into this that DeAndre Ayton really could solidify himself as an insane big man and a really dominant force in the paint this playoff run if he continued to do what he was doing in the beginning rounds and into the finals. And he really did scare me. And like you said, to keep attacking him and it pains me, it pains me that I have to root against Frank the Tank because it's Frank the Tank, baby, like all the way. But yeah, he definitely can't guard Giannis, that's for sure. And he can't guard anyone. No, no. He, he has always been terrible. Again, with former Wisconsin Badger, we know Frank Kaminsky better than most people, right? Frank Kaminsky cannot defend a fucking rock. He, he is awful. He, he used to have decent shot-blocking ability. Uh, but but when it comes to, no no defense you can't say he was a great defender shot blocking shot blocking you know what I mean that that just somewhere along that lines right there and it's it was a weird game the Suns shot twenty nine percent from three Devin Booker only had ten points like it's Devin Booker was terrible yeah it's not and, something they didn't have a single twenty point scorer on the Suns and it, like. You kind of knew Devin Booker was either going to have an absolutely amazing game where he dropped like 50 points, or he was going to have a, a, a abysmal game based on his pregame attire, uh, because he came in with the like upper half suit jacket with uh, like shorts and some moccasins on, so he was he was feeling both ends of the spectrum. Well, speaking of abysmal performances, we should get to the man we wanted to talk about during this series. And that man, his name, Chris Middleton. You're so rude right now. Oh, that transition was beautiful. That one was amazing right there. All right, all right, all right. Let's get to Chris Middleton first. I will agree with you. Game one, game two were nothing to scoff at. In fact, it was quite terrible. Game three, he started to make somewhat of a a presence. He did score 18 points and facilitated the ball, kind of. I think he had like seven or eight assists. It wasn't anything good, honestly. More or less just played a very good bench role in that sense. I'm not taking away from that. Chris Middleton, though, usually plays better in the second half of the series. Alright? And I sent you a message. I guarantee this Wednesday is that the 14th? He will score 25 plus this Wednesday. I'm promising you it. I'm going to take my flag. I'm sticking it in this mountaintop, and I do believe that that's where, uh, that you're going to see Chris Middleton ramp up. Okay, say your piece. Say your piece, damn it. This is what I want to say about Chris Middleton. Be nice to him, okay? This is what I want to say. This is what I want to say about Chris Middleton. I want to say, first of all, I fucking told you so, okay? That's what I want to say. Because 
you wanted me to put faith in Chris Middleton, and I was not ready to do that. And you wanted me to apologize last week. You wanted me to apologize. And then he comes out, and he puts down 11 fucking points in game two. 11, all right? On top of that, I want Chris Middleton to prove me wrong. Every single game, I do. I want Chris Middleton to go out and drop his 39 and drop his 35 that I know he can do. But I know when he drops 35, the next game he's dropping 11. I know it. It just happens every time. And Chris Middleton last game, he you know what? The 18 points, it, it seemed a little more valuable than 18. I will give him that. He hit some pretty nice shots in the, in the first quarter. He was knocking down the three and establishing a good shot for the Bucks, And that's what they need to do early because... Honestly, my guy Bryn Forbes, not a big role right now. Pat Connington can't fucking hit a rim to save his life. P.J. Tucker, he gets dunked on. That's all he does. But there is something to be said about Chris Middleton. If he's going to score 18, but he hits like six threes, I'd be okay with that. All right? Like, don't make a layup. Just shoot threes the entire game. That's fine. If Chris Middleton put up 25 points a game, the Bucks would win this series. The Bucks would win this series. In- uh, outright, yeah. Yes. But but I'm, I'm also going to take this, uh, take that statement right there, and I'm going to put some blame on Drew Holiday as well. Because Drew Holiday has not been playing well either. This Game 3 victory, he had 21 points, I believe, and was a pretty strong defensive presence. But Game 2, he could not hit anything. And even his defense was lackluster at best. And that even went uh, from game one uh, on top of that. The Suns kind of had their way with Drew Holiday for those first two games. And now the the uh, the statement, the cliche statement that the, the finals really doesn't kick off until a home team loses is kind of setting in. Um so this game four is going to be big. It's it's kind of a must win for the Bucks I, if they want to hold true. Um, and I, I like to think that they're going to continue. Uh, I really do think it's going to come down to these final three games. You know, we kind of have to wait and see. But I, I do think that the Bucks pull out uh, another victory again. Giannis is going off right now. He has, uh, I think, 106 points through three games, something like that. Um, with There are very few players that have more. I think Rick Barry has the most with, like, 122. And then there's, like, uh, another couple with, like, do you know? Do you know? Do you know the only two other players to have back-to-back 40-point, 10-rebound games in an NBA Finals. I'll give you a hint. It is... I don't... You don't need it. It's uh, LeBron James... Yes. ...and Shaquille O'Neal. It is both of those two. And Giannis is now just the third player to ever do it. And holy shit, man. He he really... I, I love it because... All the Giannis slander of him needing to get a jump shot, which he does. If he got a jump shot, he'd be averaging 60 points a game right now. But at the same time, 
he can win basketball games by himself. He can yeah, win basketball games. Just because the rest of the league uh, is a three-point shot team, why does Giannis need it? He is so dominant in the paint that no one can hold up to him. What, not even, what, just because Jokic can hit some threes here and there? But, like, look, Embiid doesn't do that, right? Why doesn't Embiid get that type of hate? I mean, Embiid uh, gets some jumpers in there. He, he, he's a pretty decent shooter. I, I think more, um, like, I don't know. It, you know who was really surprising me was DeAndre Ayton was hitting a lot of mid-range shots, and that was scaring me a lot. Still only twos, baby. I'm not super worried. Fair um, enough. And, and now you're going to have to see the Suns step up their game. You're going to have to see Monty Williams kind of change up his plan, which if, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him. I'm not necessarily worried there. So, I again, this game four is going to be crucial. Crucial. And uh, I will say... I don't even through the TV. I could hear that Pfizer Forum uh, arena. The fans there were absolutely insane and definitely played a factor. And that goes both ways because uh, Phoenix's crowd was also just as hot. There, there needs to be a game where one of these teams silences the home court crowd. And once you see that. That will be the team that ends up lifting the trophy at the end of it. The, the Larry O'Brien, is that right? Yes, yes, okay. that sounds right. Now, yeah. okay, I, I have a question. I have a question for you. After, where is your confidence? So you picked the Suns to win this series, right? Yes. So after that game three, where do you put the Bucks' chances now? If you're gonna say. Oh, were they I, are they look, better or are they worse from when the beginning of the series started? Uh, look, I I could have told you before all the games even happened that the Bucks were going to win Game Three. Um, I, in fact, I even said it that what they should have done with Giannis was bring him back Game Three to guarantee a win because it was going to be that hard of a challenge to win down in. Uh, I I don't feel any different. Uh, I think that both teams are incredibly close, and it all comes down to who can sh- shut up the home court team while they are playing a- an away game. Right? Do you think they get to seven? At this point, I I, I do. Uh, you know, though I would love to just roll with uh, Brandon Jennings, Bucks and six all day, baby. I, I think that a seven-game series is very possible here. I, dude, I don't know. The Bucks look. If the Bucks can shoot, man. If the Bucks can shoot, it's just so over. They're 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 one of the best shooting teams when they're on, and they're just. It just seems like they're so inconsistent, and it really drives from, in my opinion, having just a very inconsistent second star, and that doesn't even have to shit on Chris Middleton. Even. Yeah. No, no, he, he, look, he is. He is inconsistent. He's always been that way. I've, I have not stuck up for him in that sense. In fact, the only reason why I said to give him an apology is because if you didn't have Chris Middleton, 
he was not the Bucks were not beating the Knicks. That is true. That's true. And I get it. I the only reason I'm that hard on Chris Middleton is because he's getting so much money on top of it too. Like this guy's getting a max deal and they pay him all this money. He's the highest paid second round pick of all time. Jokic will break that, but right now he is the highest paid second round pick and I just want consistency. I don't even care if he's making a max deal and he's dropping 22 every night. I would rather him average his 22 by literally dropping that every night than his 32 and his 10 every night, every other night. Yeah, look, that's frustrating. I get it. Also, don't read into the money. There's been so many players that have had max contracts that have no business sniffing envy of that money. So, you know, that it is what it is. Chris Middleton has shown he is worth that contract during the regular season. I get it. That's not the same as the playoffs. But he is very integral in being uh, a team leader for the regular season to get there. And you can't deny he is having arguably the best playoffs he's had in his career, right? Uh, again, <sighs> I mean, yeah, because he was Again, so shit the not, other two years or whatever it was. The, the Bucks were not getting to the playoffs. Or not getting to the finals. They were not beating the Nets. You don't have Chris Middleton dropping 25 and then dropping 32. Regardless of how many points were scored in what quarter, he still put up big numbers and led that team. Giannis Liss. And took it all, gave it everything, everything they had to the Brooklyn Nets, which is fantastic, right? The the injury battered Brooklyn Nets, which I don't care how it is. It's I, always a, that war a, of attrition. Wins a win, wins a win. I will give you that. There is nothing behind. Like that's not anything on Chris Middleton, but. I don't know, man. I, like I said, if he just drops 25, I think we win every game. If Giannis is dropping... But then that also goes for Drew Holiday as well. Drew Holiday needs to be playing better. He needs to be able to hit for fucking layups because he was not doing that on game two. His uh, like shot chart, there were, I think, at least seven or eight uh, baskets right uh, it's not baskets. Shots right underneath the basket that were misses. How is that even possible? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just it's a very weird finals, and I like it. I, I love how weird it is because the teams are just not the team. The stereotypical like today's NBA, you need a big three kind of thing, and both these big threes seem unfinished almost. And to have, you know, yeah, who who's the one in Phoenix? Is it Chris Paul or is it Devin Booker? Man, uh, I, I think this series has got to be Chris Paul. That's what um, I would say too. I, you know what? I actually would probably say Chris Paul overall. He has led his team very well. Though, again, he did not play very well over the course of uh, – he has kind of declined a little bit over the course of the series. 
So so they have. I would Chris say come back, dog. Yeah, and I would say that they have an overall better core three between Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, but they don't have the clear number one. Whereas Milwaukee has the best player in the fine in the finals with Giannis, but doesn't get the same production out of their big three between Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. It's it's a weird finals that's going to go down in history. Like uh, neither of these two teams are probably going to be there the next x amount of years as long as the Lakers have LeBron and healthy, and the Nets have Kevin Durant and they're healthy. You know what I mean? I I don't know. I think uh, that West is up in the air um, more than anything because LeBron is not playing like LeBron anymore. And I think I told you I I, do, I did think that he was going to start to decline. And uh, Anthony Davis kind of falls in that thing. Why the hell are we talking about the Lakers? Get the fuck off it. That was you. That was you. I, I just wanted to say I the finals is not going to be like this probably ever again, so we should all take it in and cherish it. Also, I think for next week, we should actually write this down and make sure we do it. Space Jam review at the end. Uh, it's going to be so bad. We should do it. It's gonna. It's coming out on Friday. It's coming out on Friday. Terrible. Isn't it on Disney Plus? Uh, HBO Max, I think. Okay, yeah. Then we're definitely doing it. Space, write that down. That's the end of the show next week. It's a Space Jam 2 uh, review. Either that or, oh, God, if it's not on HBO, that means we have to go to the theaters. To I'm not paying it. to watch it. No, that's not Oh, happening. they do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty dropping off your, uh, your bandwagon here of an idea. Game, <laughs> game four will be tomorrow at... Uh, I don't even know, like seven o'clock Eastern. I don't. I don't know when the fucking eight times o'clock, are. Eight Dude, everything is fucking me up with the times. Like I said, just again, like the day starts at like eleven o'clock here. It's like, what is going on? Everyone, slow the fuck down. I need to wake up still. So, I I I'm not a fan of West Coast time zone. Just again, staying on basketball real quick. Team USA, bro. Yeah, I don't care. It, it, here's the thing. They're exhibition matches. They don't have a full squad. Relax. Uh, and don't be, don't be so concerned over Australia. Australia has a good team. They've always had some pretty good players. Nigeria? All right. I, I can understand your skepticism. But seriously... It's it's two games that there are exhibition matches. Relax. Relax. They're zero two. Relax. They're zero two. Oh my god! Relax. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe. Maybe. And you know what? I don't think they're gonna lose. I think they're gonna win the gold medal. Obviously, it's the United States in basketball. Like, how could they not? But. Also, the headline was like, U.S. loses to Australia despite Damian Lillard's 22 points. And I thought, Damian Lillard wouldn't even be happy with 22 points. Like, what was yeah. the – why Why was that in the headline? But did you see Greg Popovich sounding off on the reporters? Yeah, shut him up. Dude, 
Greg Popovich has always been a guy who just continues to speak his mind, speak his truth, and doesn't give a fuck along the way, and shut that reporter up, and really made him look stupid right there. In typical Greg Popovich fashion, man, I was very impressed, because that's what he always does. He also did that to Budenholzer again, when Budenholzer asked what it needs to, uh, to take to win the finals, he's like, figure it out yourself. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, Greg. Oh, Greg. But, yeah, 0-2, I don't know, man. Patty Mills coming off and snapping. Patty Mills. I dude, I didn't even realize Patty Mills was still playing. I didn't I even know Patty was Mills was off. Australian. Like, that... Oh, yeah, where have you been? Um, I'm just hey, saying. Come on, come on. Give me, uh, give me, give me your, the rest of your uh, NBA from Australia. Andrew Bogut. All right. It doesn't play, but... Um, LaMelo Ball. He played there. Um, Except from Australia. Uh, he probably got citizenship, so he could probably get there. Um... <laughs> Uh, that's all I got. Who else? Oh wait, 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 wait! wait. I know, I know. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I know one more. Joe Ingles. Yes, there, there you go. Uh, Joe Ingles. Um, uh, Aaron Baines is another one. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, Del Vadova. Oh. You forgot about him. Oh yeah, that's fair enough. Um, remember Dante Exum? Oh yeah, he was from there. Australia. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't quite know anyone else. I, I can't think of any other. You know what? Players. I'm impressed. You just named five Australian basketball players. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of credit there. I, I did have Joe Ingles in the pocket too, if uh, you know, because that's Joe Ingles. But that one I should have got sooner. That one I should have got sooner. I'll, I'll take the L on that one. There was um, so USA basketball. Probably shouldn't be worried. I get it. But two L's in a row to Nigeria and Australia. Come on. Come on, dude. We have Kevin Durant. We have Kevin Durant. Come on. Ridiculous. Um, I know you're not a big combat sports guy, but did you see Conor McGregor's fight? I saw Conor McGregor's ankle and how it just sort of flopped around. Yeah, that was pretty disgusting. Conor McGregor breaking his ankle, losing via... Injury TKO, which it was a non-contact injury. I don't know why he got the loss for that. That was stupid, too. But highlight of the fight was the post-game interview with Joe Rogan, the the guy, of course, to which Conor McGregor gives the quote, Your wife was in me DMs to Dustin Poirier. And... Shut the whole crowd up. Like, the whole crowd roaring. Shut up, Dustin Poirier. And makes me wonder if Dustin Poirier's wife was, in fact, in Conor McGregor's DMs. All right. Settle down. This is uh, more or less all fanfare. And if anyone's going to do it, it's Conor McGregor. Right? Also, uh, speaking of combat sports, shout out. Brock Lesnar's birthday was yesterday. 43 years young, and now he's got full-on facial hair with a man bun. I was about to say, I think I heard he has a ponytail, right? Yeah, it, he looks he looks like he's getting ready for some Viking shit. Wait, wait, live reaction to me first seeing Brock Lesnar in his new look right now. I, I don't know what he looks like right now. 
And what should I even type in? Brock Lesnar uh, looks. Type in Brock Lesnar hair. Okay, one second. You it pops up. It's Brock Lesnar's new look. Oh, oh, oh yeah, my God! That is. I. Why do his eyebrows look different? It looks like he shaved his eyebrows back I, in the day. He said uh, he's always had the blondest eyebrows known to man. Oh my if god! If he even had any, yeah. I don't know. Yep. I I'm not a. I'm gonna go with no on that one. I'm gonna go with no. That's a big L for you. Big L. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Ew. Ugh. 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 So, Conor McGregor loses. He should probably just go and fight Jake Paul already and just get his career back on that way. Um, MLB Draft has been going on, and it just makes me realize I knew two players, and that was it. I, I don't know anyone. I'm <laughs> terrible at that, so don't don't ever come at me with uh, baseball prospects because... I'm so much better after they get drafted. I can tell you the top prospects. I cannot tell you about the top prospects from high school. Well, the the two I knew, I didn't know any of the high schoolers, by the way. I knew Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker, the Vanderbilt pitchers. That's it. And those were the two biggest guys this entire draft process. But um, kind of crazy, weird story, like you said, kind of just – part of our whole long quick hits thing jacob steinmetz have you heard this guy no so if you couldn't tell by the name he becomes the first known drafted prospect that's a practicing orthodox jew that is six foot five 220 pounds and he actually like like he does pitch on like sabbath but like refuses to use energy so he won't take the team bus and he won't like he just walks yeah yeah no at at one point he had walked five hours to a baseball game because That's of it insane <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i don't have that commitment for anything and, yeah um, he he is, a, is he like a drafted prospect did he get drafted he got drafted third round 77th overall he is oh, wow. he was a he's, no, he's, a he's legit i mean a third round draft pick is pretty legit in baseball yeah especially he's, high third round right yeah he's from long island new york 17 year old kid and has a mid to upper 90s fastball it says here i don't know anything about him but i am he usually correlates like a hotel room beforehand to like spend the night there and then he'll walk to the field after kind of thing but could you imagine like he's there's no way like what what is going on with this look he's if he wants to be a baseball player he's gonna have to change his shit up i'm I'm sorry uh hate to hate to be that guy but you're not gonna be able to Go like have to pitch uh, for, for like the Mets, uh, and then go all the way to like San Francisco for a West Coast trip. You're not going to be able to walk that Forrest Gump. Yeah, he's okay. not. They're they're going to have to figure out something. I don't know how 
he does it, but we'll see. Maybe you'll have to just. I, I'm not even gonna say anything. I don't. I don't want to. I don't know what's uh, going on. Also, kind of uh, mashing our last two stories together. Uh, it's Dante Exum's birthday today, actually. So I thought that was pretty kind of wild. That's so random. Why don't ever? We are not a Dante Exum podcast. We are. What are you talking about? We're super into Dante Exum. We are. Also, Gadier Molina's birthday. Fuck Dan Jones. Look, if it's not Dan Vogelbach's birthday, I don't want to know whose birthday it is. When is it his birthday? It should always be his birthday. Um, what else do we have? Oh, Lightning won the cup. Yeah, uh, in pretty convincing fashion. I did not expect the Habs to win. Um, I know this is not exactly your forte, but the Lightning just had a superior superior team, like from front end to back. I think you can maybe make a claim for like Carey Price uh, in goalie, but man, even Carey Price is getting up there, and uh, literally everyone on that Tampa Bay squad went to town. And uh, congratulations, Tampa Bay. You also uh, had the incident where uh, Tom Brady almost dropped the uh, Lombardi Trophy. Well, the Tampa Bay Lightning have dented the Stanley Cup, which is pretty awesome. I did see that the Cup was absolutely wrecked in that. I also wanted to say, since Tom Brady joined Tampa Bay's roster... The Tampa Bay sports teams have been to four finals. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I can't really clap. People can't see. I have my thumb all wrapped up, but I'm trying to clap as best as I can. That's just the most Tom Brady shit I've heard. The Rays, the Lightning have made two, and the Buccaneers. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Step up, you Tampa Bay basketball team. Oh, yeah. They don't oh. have one. Hmm. Nope. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> and, oh, 
announcement came out today that Washington football name will have a new name by 2022 as well. So we have oh. another year of Washington football team. Thank God. The, the Washington football team needs to stay. Yeah. I like it. I, I, thought, right. I thought I liked it as well, too. Um, my roommate, as a Maryland boy and Washington sports fan for Capitals, Nationals, football team, Wizards, um, not a fan of football team. He, he wants to change to something else. He's just... Did he, did he select something? Does he have something in mind? He Anything not racist and not football team. That's what he's down for right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> bring back football... Oh, I don't, oh, hold on. I'm not barfing the no to racist. I, I, I swear. I, that's just a bad take. It's a bad take. You started to say bring back too, like right. Uh, I'm just saying he needs to he needs to have some ground to stand on, and right now he's playing in Jello. Uh, I'm sorry, football team is great. I don't. Uh, yeah, I I thought it actually had a decent little flow to it, but like. Like when you he he explained it as like oh like I'm a football team fan, like it sounds stupid to him. No, you're an FT fan. FT. Yeah, why not football team? I could also see him going to football club. I know that's more of a, like a soccer deal. Uh, also, that happens, people. Uh, yeah, Italy and ooh ooh uh, ooh Messi. Ooh. Messi won the Copa. Yeah, I did write down Italy won some soccer thing in Europe over England. <laughs> exact yes. words. Yeah, that is that is very much what ha- happened. And, um, and, oh, and it was crazy. Nice. But that's it. That, that's all uh, I got. You know, we are kind of on a, a football deal. Let's. We've had some very dramatic player stuff happen. Uh, over this season, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers being one of them. And apparently we needed an AFC version of that. What the hell is Nikhil Harry thinking? Um, I don't know. He wants to get traded. And um, the, the, real, the real fucking tragic part is the value for him is so bad. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll go to camp. Like, <laughs> a former first-round yeah. pick. Oh, sorry. I thought you were gonna I go there. Going to go there. That's all right. Well, I'll cut that out. I'll cut that out. <laughs> Please. So, former first-round pick, they are projecting a sixth-round pick in return for him. I'm surprised they're even getting that much. Uh because the dude, the dude wasn't even healthy his first season, and I, you know, if you're worried about you know, overall targets, like, come on, dude, what are you doing? Why do you think you can pull off this shit where you're, the, you're like worth something? Nikhil Harry needs to just stop. Uh, yeah, well, much better at ASU than he was for the Patriots, for sure. Well, wow, shocking. Uh, what else do I got written down here? Oh, Shikari Richardson. I think we should probably talk about this since we addressed this last time. We were almost for sure like, oh, 
she's not going to get to run the 100 meters. So that's a pretty big, like, yikes, come on. Um, she was supposed to be eligible for the 4x100 meter relay team, and she didn't even get picked. Um, yeah, I mean, what? The, the Olympics are just petty. It is the pettiest of pettiness, and how dare you? She's the fastest woman on the planet. Thank you, Japan, also for um, royally screwing us, and there will not be fans as well at the Olympics. There should not be that many people there. I get it. I get it. But it, it is the smarter thing to do right mm, now. I, there shouldn't even be an Olympics right now. We don't need it. No one wants it. The Olympics just uh, ends up thrashing a society uh, when they come in. I know that's like super uh, hot take or whatever, but dude, the Olympics just don't need to be a thing anymore. What? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it not being there. Oh, I, that's a very bad take. Bad take. Olympics are great. I love the Olympics. Nah. Nah. Although no Michael Phelps, no Usain Bolt, like these next, this next one, like that's gonna be weird. I'm gonna need uh, someone. No, no. Someone's yeah, gonna I need to do crazy you. shit. I'll give you a uh, a reason to watch the Olympics. There are new sports added this year. Oh, what new sports are in the Olympics this year? All yeah, right, uh, one of the major ones um, that I think isn't so major, but. We'll start off with the most uh, baseline. Baseball and softball are back. And was softball big... gone too? I thought baseball was only yeah. gone. No, but softball was, uh, was had left. Uh, both are returning after a three-year absence. Um, yeah. Th- three Olympics. No, sorry, not three years. Uh, Thirteen years. That's got it. Happened. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be. Uh, interesting uh, again unfortunately this happens during the mlb season so you're not going to see the best players play. oh that's that's where you're wrong because heading the olympic baseball team scott casimir baby <sighs> remember that former, guy former uh san diego padre former uh tampa bay ray was he on the white Sox for a hot second i think he was on the angels too Oh, dear God. That sounds right. He was probably more famous on the Rays. I don't know why he said Padres first. I think Rays. So, probably... I, I went, I went uh, like, across the United States and then had to come back. To Chicago. Uh, yeah, because I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Not. <laughs> uh, another, another thing that is uh, in the Olympics, karate, which is uh, kind of cool. That, that wasn't in the Olympics events. already? Nope. Uh, two separate events of kata and Kumite, I think. I apologize to anyone that does karate um, because I don't. So deal with it. Um, this is where they start to get really cool, all right? Surfing is in the Olympics now. Mm. I think that's awesome. Again, I would have guessed that, that was probably there. Uh, uh, on top of that, we are going to take the land version skateboarding's in the Olympics. Again, another sport I would have thought would have already been there. But I guess X Games why kind of... Why do you think that? Yeah, I don't know why you would think that at all. Yeah, I don't know. Here's the best one, in my opinion. 
I will watch it if I can. We also have Sport Climbing, a.k.a. Racing Rock Climbing. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah, a medal. Uh, there are three events. Speed Climbing, Lead Climbing, and Bouldering. Speed Climbing is exactly how it sounds. Uh, they have a 49-foot wall that they have to scale. Holy uh, side shit. By side, side by side and the fastest climber wins. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, lead climbing is a solo competition done with a rope. Climbers have six minutes to get as far as they can on a more challenging 49-foot wall. And bouldering is done without a rope, but the stakes aren't as high. Uh, climbers have four minutes to face four, it says four problems. This could involve jumping from rock to rock, hanging upside down, or holding on to pieces by their fingertips. Yeah, we should get really into climbing. We are going to be sport climbing guys now, is what you're saying? We might be the most sport climbing friendly podcast by the end of the Olympics, that's for sure. We're going to have to find out that schedule and how we can watch that. Sport climbing Olympics schedule right here. Oh, oh but here, here's the... I think the bad part. Um, apparently, all three of these different events will all count towards one medal in this year's Olympics. Aww. That's kind of bullshit. Aww. It looks like Tuesday, August 3rd. Alright. That's when it That'll starts. The medal will be August... The men's medal will be August 5th. And the women's medal will be August 6th. Of course. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get our... Uh, I, I guess we got, we're going to have to figure out who is, like, the best, uh, like, person to root for. No, I think we should just go in blind. Well, I, I want to have, like, gear made. Ooh. Like, yeah, I want to I represent and see if we can get on MSNBC or whatever waving a flag for a guy that we have, like know nothing about <laughs> just, just based off speed climbing or sport climbing sport climbing is there any other sports uh, of like new ones no those are the the like the five new ones that I at least I know of maybe I'm missing some uh, but I'm super down for all of those those are all welcomed additions um, I think I think surfing will be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I, I've always enjoyed watching surfing competitions, but, um, you know, it doesn't necessarily have the most uh, ready available uh, viewership, right? I think, like, I think the only thing I, the only other sports I want to add, give me some disc golf and some ultimate frisbee, because that would be hella awesome. That, okay. Here's your, here's your, question right now another one right there to end the podcast which sport will be in the olympics first which event rather disc golf or esports oh it's, it's gonna be disc golf 100 percent. you think so 100 percent. yep i over do you think esports will make it esports have their own uh 
will have their own Olympics. Uh, there are too many. You'd have to be able to like what? what you would have like a an esports decathlon or something like that mm. because like that that is realistically all you could do. Maybe League of Legends or something like that where you could get like a full squad. But um, and, and not to mention esports just falls off. Um, you know, games fall off uh, from every couple of years. You know what I mean? It doesn't hold true. Uh, so that's that's something that it would have to be updated constantly. Maybe you could get away with a Madden, but Madden is not like that in you know in other countries. You know, so I, I think you know what FIFA. You, you could probably get away with a FIFA esports. Now that I think about it. Hmm. Uh, but that would be my only one. I'm still saying uh, disc golf is going to be the one. Okay, okay. I can see it. I can see it. I we still have to go. We'll, we should go when I get back. I, I gotta I gotta test out the disc golf. I was throwing yep. frisbee over here uh, at the beach a couple weeks ago, and it was a lot of fun. And not oh. the same. Not the same. Be prepared. Okay, okay. We'll see how it is. Okay, so we are an hour ten into this, and yeah, let's wrap this up. I am totally down to start wrapping this up. It is sunrise over there by you, and it is three a.m. by me. So that All was right, a... get your quick hits in. Okay, you do your quick hits first. All right, uh, first up, tw- last week, twenty-five years ago. Uh, the NWO was formed, New World Order in Wrestling. Mm. Had to do that shout out because you know I'm a wrestling guy because I am a wrestler. God damn it! And I think that's uh, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, also, so uh, we talked about the Montreal Canadiens losing the Stanley Cup Finals. You know that sucks. Uh, but specifically, Brendan Gallagher is having a terrible week. Uh, So not only did he lose the Stanley Cup Finals, he then came home to find his uh, house completely burglarized and ransacked, which, womp, womp, that blows. Mm. But, uh, yeah, awful. Uh, Also, have to do another one, Ronald Acuna tearing his ACL, super bad for the MLB, that blows. Um, Sorry. Sorry, dude. Uh, also, have to throw some love towards the Espies and roasting the ever-loving hell out of Ben Simmons. Um, they had Anthony Mackie come on and do a humanitarian award for Ben Simmons and uh, how he is able to <laughs> how he's able to help build so many orphanages with the number of bricks that he shoots the playoffs oh my god and then anthony Mackie brought out children to thank him if you haven't seen the video i will post it on our facebook page it is brutal and hilarious so uh gotta get some love there and last but not least we had the national spelling bee the scripts national spelling bee uh, this past week, and uh, we also had the first black champion in 
Sela Avant-Garde, which is a fucking amazing name that you cannot tell me otherwise. But congratulations. Uh, let's see what the final word was, because I want to see if you can spell this. Uh, uh, nope. That's not it. Why do they keep talking about hors d'oeuvres? That, I hope that was that the word. I don't think so. I think I saw the final word. Did you? I mean, if okay. you gave me multiple choice, I might get it. But I did hear that. That was a pretty big story for her as well. And pretty awesome as well. And she's also an insane basketball player. Did you see that? Yeah, she was ready to go uh, to the NBA, WNBA. So, congratulations to Zayla. That's pretty... Uh, the, oh. uh, the final word is Mariah. Or Mariah, sorry. Um, M A R Burn! No. Shit. I even gave you, like, the, the lead-up for it. Come on, you're terrible. You said Maria. Uh, Mer, not Mar. Oh, you said Maria to start it off. Yeah, I did. Uh, Maria. M U R R A Y A A. I feel like that's not a terrible final word. Yeah, I, uh, I was actually just thinking that. It's a plant. So, yeah, weird. Mm. Okay. Well, that. Google, Google went wild with it when you typed in Maria. Oh, how Pretty nice. Cool. How nice. Great, great radio right there. Just great radio. Everyone should look at this. Look at all that, people. Um, Alright. Um, MLB All-Star Game is tomorrow. We'll see Shohei Otani make history, being the first man to pinch, er, to pitch and uh, bat leadoff as well in the game to break the rules of MLB baseball. Congrats again to baseball. I will also say on that Con McGregor card, Greg Hardy happened to fight on there. If anyone remembers Greg Hardy. Oh God. Yep. He got knocked out. No, he got was this a Jake Paul fight? <laughs> he got knocked out by Ty Tuavasa. Um and he chugged a beer out of a shoe as well. So that was pretty lit. And I think that was pretty much all the quick hits I have. I think I might have one more. Wait, 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 wait. And Space Jam comes out on Friday. That was the other one. Ah, you brought it back, you son of a bitch. I know. I didn't have anything crazy this week. Like you said, it felt like a pretty slow week in sports. Yeah, good luck trying to cover it next week. Oh, God. Yeah, it's going to be only baseball. We're going to be a baseball podcast. Hey, hey, we'll have basketball. We will have basketball. Yeah, for at least another week and a half. Yeah, even less than that. I think the final game... The final game would be the 22nd. It'd be Thursday. And, uh, Thursday? Yeah. All right. So, 10 days, roughly. Dude, what a grind. We made it. We actually recorded a podcast at, this is going to be the quickest a podcast ever goes from recording to publication. 
we are we we deserve a medal and a pat on the back today. That was very nice, very nice. Oh, we're proud of you, champ. Appreciate appreciate you, Dave, for waiting up um, and then falling asleep and then waking up again. And I um, will never do this again because that was brutal grind fucking grind man um thanks for listening to us uh down the wire make sure to check us out at apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you get your podcasts or at thechairshot.com of course when are we getting like mike three peace I met a woman in the hills, offered me some happy pills Said a house with conversation, started rolling dollar bills I passed what she asked me, something about Ben Trill I said, that's not me, so they had a five of my shoes This friend, that friend, I don't really know, man We got a pair of bands, but I pulled them from a trash can Bucket head on, asked me where I got it from I said, Target had price on the 4th of July She showed me her skin, asked me what I believe in I said it couldn't be love cause it's too sincere And it couldn't be love cause death's so near So could it be God? Wait, I forgot we don't like him here So I got nothing to gain, nothing to lose, nothing to hide But I've got something to prove, so believe in me, baby Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.